Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call us 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Welcome back to the fan. My name is Danielle McCartan, hanging with you until 10 p.m. And on the hotline right now, live, we have a guy who played in two straight AFC Championship games with the Jets. Great friend of the show, Tony Richardson. Thanks for carving out some time for us tonight. I really appreciate it, Tony. Uh, you know, Danielle, I'm obviously super proud of you and I always uh, welcome the opportunity to, to come and, uh, and talk shop with you because I think you're doing an incredible job. And uh um, so yeah, anytime you need me, I'm always here. Oh, thanks, I appreciate that. All right, would you be okay with? I know we talked. I told you we do some Super Bowl, but can we do some Jets first? Is that okay? Sure. All right. There's nothing really going on with the Jets right now. No, nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I mean, I guess a loaded question here, but it seems like a lifetime ago that you were playing with them in the AFC Championship game. No offense there, but what is it going to take for them to get back there? Well, I, I mean, I think the biggest thing is I'm a firm believer in, in Joe Douglas and definitely a, a firm believer in uh, Robert Salah. So, I, you know, it's just, it, you know, and I know we live in New York and, you know, and I, I get it. I lived in uh, Long Island City. I lived directly across the street, as you know, from the firehouse. I'd walk my dog Rambo every day. Well, how are Jets going to do? I'm like, the same way I just told you yesterday. They're gonna be, <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's New York. So we want, uh, you know, instant gratification as, as Jet fans. I think they definitely deserve it. Um, I think there was a lot of optimism at the beginning of the season. When you, whenever you can add a Hall of Fame player, a Hall of Fame leader, um, you know, to to your roster, it 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 brings everyone's level of play up. And then, unfortunately, you know, the injury happens. So I think you know, if we if if Aaron comes back healthy, uh, obviously solidify the offensive line. The defense was phenomenal. You know, Brees Hall is a, is a dog. Uh, Garrett Wilson is a dog. So I mean, so there's there's pieces there. It's just now you just there's little there's things that you got to kind of you know address. I think number one is definitely the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and not point anyone out, but it's very very difficult. And I know Damian Woody talks about it all the time. Like you know, going from left tackle to right tackle is like literally right with your left hand and learning how to write with your right. Right. And the great offensive lines I was fortunate to play with and be able to watch. Obviously, you know the Cowboys. You know back to back Super Bowls. Then I come to Kansas City. Will Shields, Willie Rowe. You know, John, T- so, um, you know, Brian Waters, and then obviously with Minnesota, Hutchinson, and then with the Jets, you know, we had, you know, first rounders and Hall of Famers all across the line. But the thing about it is the continuity. Mm-hmm. And you have to, 
you know, zig, you got, I mean, you got to be in, in, in like lock key and stuff. And, you know, and a lot of it is, you know, I get a chance to go watch practice. And, you know, one thing that, you know, Marty, I mean, Marty and actually Dick Vermeil, uh, late great Marty Schottenheim was just say, you can't play football without playing football. So the offensive line, when you don't do a lot of full speed reps, it's very hard to get that right. continuity. So I think, um, you know, I think if they address the offensive line, you know, then that kind of gets you because uh, your quarterback, if your quarterback's not healthy, you, you can't win. You can't win football games in this league. Right. And, and so Paul and I, the producer Paul and I were having a, a major disagreement before because I we both agree that Zach Wilson hasn't improved during his tenure with the Jets. But who who's who? Where's the onus on that? Is that on the coaching staff or is that on the player? Um, you know, in my personal opinion, and obviously I'm sitting on the couch uh, watching the Grammy, so my opinion really <laughs> doesn't matter. But uh, my personal opinion, I really feel, um, you know, when I first came in the league, and obviously, you know, my film, when I first came in, it was real to real, black and white. But, uh, but you know, it was one of those Stop. things. If you were a first-round draft choice, you sat behind a veteran and you watched and you learned. And, you know, it's one of those things. And I think now, you know, with the pressure of when you draft a quarterback second overall, if you draft first overall, you know, first round, it's like, we need to see this guy now. And I think sometimes, and in New York, I mean, listen, I tell people all the time, like, you know, I love playing in New York and it's interesting enough. Like obviously we'll get into, you know, Chiefs here in a little bit, but I played for the Chiefs for 11 years. I only played here three years, but two of the three in the AFC championship game, as you mentioned, and there's not many places that I can go in New York, the subway, walking down the street, uh, that people still remember that and people hold me in such high regard, higher than my name's in the stadium in Kansas City. But just because if you if you can get it done in New York, you are uh considered, you know, um, you know, kind of they hold you in high regard. So I think a lot of it is just like it's difficult to, you know, because the best thing about being a backup is you get a chance to kind of see, okay, well, you know, this quarterback did this really well. Okay, why'd you do that? Okay, this is why I did mm-hmm. it. Okay, you know what? Like, look at uh, look at Jordan Love. He sat behind Aaron Rodgers. Look mm-hmm. at Aaron Rodgers. He sat behind Brett Favre. And you throw these young, I call them kids, mm-hmm. you throw them out there to the wolves, and you get hit a few times and don't really get a chance to develop because developing in the middle of the season is not, not the answer. So, you know, I think it's just, you know, and it, I get it. I mean, he was a second overall pick. Um, and quite naturally, you – you know, if you get drafted in the second round, the first pick in the second round, I mean, the, fir- the, the, the first pick, the second pick in the first round, right. that's normally uh, Pro Bowl, All-Pro, Hall of Fame. That's what your intentions are in a franchise. You know, it's a franchise-changing quarterback. Right. And I just, unfortunately, I think, um, you know, it just didn't happen. And, you know, because I, I, we've seen flashes of the things he can do. Mm-hmm. And obviously we've seen some things that obviously – you know, that that's really not, you know, winning football. But, you know, I, I think, you know, this year would have been a great year had Aaron stayed healthy and get a chance to see, you know, okay, boom, you know, this, is, this is how a Hall of Fame quarterback studies film. This is how a Hall of Fame quarterback spends his off day on Tuesday rehabbing, um, maybe not the, 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 the dark retreat, but, you know, rehabbing and doing all those kind of things. But you learn like that, and that's, you know, the best thing – that I learned my first year with the Dallas Cowboys, uh, it was to be seen and not heard. And I had a chance to learn from Emmitt Smith and Daryl Johnson. And then I went to the, the Kansas City Chiefs. I had Kimball Anders and I had Marcus Allen. But I got a chance to sit back and learn and understand how to play the position, um, how you take care of your body on and off, all those kind of things. Right. And so 
you know, it, it does, it does, you know, benefit you if you have a, if you can sit back and watch for a little bit. Talking with Tony Richardson, a former New York Jets uh, fullback and Chiefs, of course. And uh, but all right, final final question on the Jets, and I'll leave it open ended. Um, what's your take on that report in the Athletic about Robert Sala? You know, what's interesting is that um, I actually didn't read it. I, I first heard about it on the uh, on the Pat McAfee show, and all I heard was that Diana Arsena, who you know I've, I've known and talked to for a while, that she put out a hit piece. And so as soon as I heard hit piece, I'm like, you know what? I don't, you know, because I mean? there's a lot of people in that building who are friends of mine, uh, former co-workers and stuff like that. So I, to be honest, I heard bits and pieces just through, you know, talk radio and, and stuff like that. So I'm not quite understand. I'm not, I, you know, I, I didn't even read it. I don't subscribe to the athletic, but you know, my thing is the like the locker room is sacred. I'm not sure if players were quoted or. It was um, all anonymously really. Is yeah, well, of course. And that's my thing. And that's, you know, one thing we would always say, and that's what I was just about to say, in the 17 years and 17 locker rooms, the locker room in that building is sacred. And the things that go on in there, like I've shared, you know, uh, you know, teammates who've lost family members, things that I've done in my personal life, things that I had to adjust to or whatever, but we kept that in the locker room. And I know Aaron, you know, I think it was when he came back mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he spoke on a, on a Saturday night and before he got to the field on Sunday, it was already out. So that kind of stuff that you can't, you cannot win football games when you have stuff like that happening. Now, some of the stuff could be true. It could be false. But for me, not being in that locker room, because the 17 years that I spent in those locker rooms, I got brothers for life. Like I performed Tony Gonzalez's wedding, one of my best friends, Dustin mm-hmm. Keller. You know, he asked me to perform his wedding. So for me, the, if I'm not in that locker room or in the building, it's hard for me to speak on it because I'm not there on the day to day. And, you know, Dave Zott was my roommate in Kansas City. So I didn't even call. I didn't, you know what? I just, you know, I got to let them handle that because I don't speak on things that, I, that I'm really not firsthand, you know, right. knowledge of. Yeah, understood. All right, let, let's transition to the Super Bowl. We're talking with Tony Richardson, who played for many, many years with the Chiefs, Pro Bowl fullback with the Chiefs, um, 11 years there in Kansas City. The Chiefs are always still in it at this point in the season. Is it safe to word two, two things here? Is it safe to use the word dynasty to describe the Chiefs and Mahomes, he's only 28. Are, am I allowed to speculate that he might be the best ever to do it at this position? Um, yeah, so to answer your first question, I can definitely say that you can start teetering on Dynasty because, you know, I get, you know, for the years, you know, the 11 years I was there, we had the best uh, home winning percentage in the National Football League. We had three 13-3 seasons, and we had to buy in the first round, and we would lose. So it's like, the fact that, and it was, Daniel, to be honest with you, when, when they had the game on the road, and, and I, you know, I mean, because I'm a fan and I enjoy watching football, but when it was like, oh, yeah, this is Patrick Mahomes' first time on the road in the playoffs, yeah. I had to shake my head. I'm like, <laughs> they finished, like, that is, that is absolutely absurd. I mean, absurd. Like, the first time ever going on the road. So I could definitely say, you know, with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you know, Chris, uh, uh, Chris Jones. The way the defense playing Travis Kelsey, of course, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it's something special. If they, I mean, think about four out of the last five years they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's um, and you think and you think about like, you know, the the, the ones they lost. Every, I mean, literally, as long as you got Patrick Mahomes at, at quarterback, like you said, and he's so young, um, then you got a chance. But um, if you know if they're able to win this one, then you got to put them in that dynasty uh, in that dynasty category. So, from a player's perspective, like. We obviously know, you've outlined it beautifully, how many times the Chiefs have been there, but let's look at the 49ers. What might a player, Tony, who who hasn't 
been to the Super Bowl before. And I don't want to say over, over, overestimate or underestimate, but what can they possibly like misestimate about all the things leading up to Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing is uh, veteran leadership. And so uh, one of my dear, dear friends, um, Coach Anthony Lynn. So Coach Lynn, um, well, he was Anthony then because when I was with the Chiefs, he was backing up Terrell Owens. I mean, not Terrell Owens, but uh, he was backing up um, he was backing up uh, 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 TD, the uh, running back. Um, what am I thinking about? Uh, uh, Terrell Davis. So I called both TD. So he was back in Terrell Davis. So he was, and he got back-to-back Super Bowl rings with uh, with the Broncos. And then obviously, you know, he ended his career. He got into coaching. So he was my running back coach when I was here with the Jets. And then when I, um, and then when I moved to Long Island City, he moved to Long Island City. So he's one of my dear friends, and he's the run coordinator. So you know, having leadership in the in the room uh, helps tremendously because you have to understand what that week is about. It's not. You know, you have to tell your family. And I never was fortunate, but I've, you know, been around a lot of guys who have, like, basically, like, that that week, um, I guess, which was this past week, get all your tickets taken care of. Uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, McCaffrey bought his mom a $1.8 million suite for suit. <laughs> get all that taken care of because once we get to the city, you know what? I, listen, I would love to go to dinner with you guys. I would love to go to this show, but I got a game to, to play and I got things to do. I'm working. You guys can go play mm-hmm. and you have to focus and you treat that week. You, it's not normal. It's also a normal week. Yes. Yeah, normal week. And obviously the tickets are like $8,000. a yeah, piece. Right. So this is not a normal week, but I, you have to try to cheat it as much as you can as a normal week. If you go, if you guys watch film as a running back, um, like I did in Kansas city, if you watch film together on Thursday, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you eat uh, Cheerios in the morning on Friday morning, do the same thing. And then obviously <laughs> the game day is the part that, I always hear about because, you know, there's so much time and, you know, guys want to come on the field, like everyone's out there. And then all of a sudden you're going faster than you ever ran in your life in pregame. But you realize like once that pregame is over, there's still a lot of stuff that's going on. So you need to conserve your energy and then just play the game. Don't, I mean, you can't say don't make it too big because the whole world's watching, but just play one play at a time, do the best that you can do. Trust in your coaches, trust in your teammates and just go out and have fun. I mean, I wish I you know, like I said, the, the two AFC championship games, we were so close, but yet still that lollipop got ripped out of our mouth. But, uh, but just even that, even in the playing in those AFC championship games, it was so, I mean, obviously we were on the road, but I remember that Pittsburgh game. And to this day, I hate this song. So when the confetti was falling, cause Mike Tomlin was our uh, defense coordinator when I was with the bikes. So I was trying, I kind of knew that was going to be my last game. So I was trying to get across the field to go shake his hand. The confetti's falling. They're pushing us out the oh. way. They're putting the stage up. Oh. And then Wiz Khalif had to stand up with a mint coat on. Black and, and yellow, black and yellow. Black and yellow. Oh. oh, my God. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you think about it. And I'm just looking out. You know, I stood out there for a while. And I was like, man, how incredible would it be to be in, obviously not for the Steelers, but to have that experience when that confetti's falling. And you know all the work you put in from – as soon as these guys are done with the Pro Bowl today and after the Super Bowl, it's time you take a week off. It's time to get back to work. So those sacrifices, like, yeah, I probably can't do this vacation. Yeah, man, I probably can't. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're putting that, that time in just to get to that point. And then once you get to the game, you know, you want to enjoy it. You want to relish it. And you want to, you know, go out and play the best as you can and, and just realize it's still a game. It's still, still 100 yards. Um, you know, first down to first down because that's the biggest thing. It's like, yeah, it's a game. The stakes are higher, but just go out and play and have fun. Tony Richardson, former Pro Bowl fullback, 
is with us on the fan. Tony, how does uh, ultimately Super Bowl 58 play out? Which color confetti is going to be falling in uh, Allegiant Stadium this year? Well, I mean, I kind of think they're the same color. Well, <laughs> red, yeah, but I guess yeah, the secondary yeah, color. Yeah, it's all red. And the conspiracy, they were like, oh, yeah, the Super Bowl logo is Purple already and, painted. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, come on, let's stop that. But, you know, to tell you the truth, um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. I think it's I re, I really believe it's gonna be a high scoring game. Yeah. Um, but I have to make the nod to because it's experience and Brock Purdy and, and you know I'm not getting to this narrative about oh you know he's a game man. I mean this kid can play. This people don't realize this, he's in his second year. He hadn't even played. I mean literally played a full season this year. Last year he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy is that guy. Um, he's poised and they're like well he's been playing bad during the playoffs. But guess what? When the ball's in his hand, when it's crunch time he can get it done, but you got to go to experience. I mean, Andy Reid, um, you know, Travis Kelsey, which is insane. Like I said, I'm a football fan and I love football. I love studying it. Like I, I normally watch football with the sound off and watch, you know what I mean? Cause then you can kind of see like, Oh, the offensive line, here's a double team. Here's yeah. this and here's this. And you think, I mean, when you say Jerry Rice and you think about all the great receivers mm-hmm. and they say Travis Kelsey has more receiving yards. Than, I mean, that's, that stat is, I, I was like, whoa. I'm like, I remember Jerry. I mean, that's, he's one, he is the greatest receiver to ever play. So when these, when the lights come on, these guys show up. I mean, these guys have done it before. They've been there. Mm-hmm. So I have to give my nod to uh, to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Quick question on Travis I'm not, I'm not saying that just so, cause so they won't take my name off the stadium. <laughs> I <laughs> actually believe that. Quick question on Travis Kelsey. Yes or no? Do you think this is it for him? You know, it's funny. I, I started, the only time I, the first time I really thought about that is when, you know, and I love, you know, I mean, Travis, um, you know, he had a dog named Rambo. I have a dog named Rambo. He's a good dude, good friend of mine. Um, but the thing about it, when I saw the hug and embrace when they want, and the, between him and his brother and their story, if no one ever gets a chance to really understand, like, how his brother has helped him out throughout his life. Yeah. And everyone embraced, I was kind of thinking, like, you know what? They were supposed to play high school football together. Travis got in trouble. They were supposed to play college football together. Travis got in trouble, but Jason always helped them out. Andy Reid called Jason the day of the draft and said, hey, you know what? We got this pick. We need a tight end. Can we trust your brother? Jason said, you can trust him. And they drafted him. So I'm like, he's been there. So if they kind of came in together, I could totally see them leaving together. Mm -hmm. Um, And think about it. I mean, if you three Super Bowl rings, and I mean, you know, I'm watching his uh, maybe fiance on TV. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. you know, it's like one of those things. It's like, but then you start thinking about as young as as young as uh, your quarterback in Mahomes. Do I want to go ahead and make that run again? Because we thought Gronk was done. You know, all of a sudden Tom Brady said, "Hey, listen, man, I need you to get on the plane and come up down here to Tampa," yeah. and he did. So, you know, I think uh, I think he's still playing. I mean, he's playing at an incredible level. I really can't see him being done. But that was the first time that embrace of two brothers. You know, and obviously he was filling for his brother because he just retired. But I kind of saw that embrace him. Like, yeah, I could totally see. And they're from Ohio. They're not fancy guys. Well, Travis is a little fancy. But they're <laughs> Ohio kids, and they're just hard workers. Their parents are incredible. So I could totally see him right up into the sunset with the top down, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, Tony Richardson yeah. uh, joins us today. And my final question, Tony, what uh, what are your plans for the Super Bowl? Where are you planning on watching it? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to be there. So actually um, – so as we get off the call, I gotta drop uh, my puppy off, and I hope you. I hope you guys got a chance to watch the segment we did. It was me, Chris Carter, uh, Santana Moss, former Jet, and um, and uh, Jesse Palmer. We did a piece down in Florida on my birthday, and we were highlighting like the plays of the year with dogs. 
So my dog is my life. So I got to take him to, uh-huh. he has a little girlfriend in the story that he hangs out with when, oh. when I leave. So I take, I'm taking him tonight. And then my flight to Vegas is tomorrow. And I'm out there, and I'm ca- after the game, I'm catching the red eye back. So I'm out there for a week. Wow, awesome. All right, well, have a great time. Send me that clip, will you? I, I must have missed that. I, so I definitely will. All I right, sure cool. will. And it's, it's on my Instagram, too. I think we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah, we do, for sure. All right, Tony, yeah. thanks so much. I, I really appreciate it. Enjoy the game. Hey, like I said, good job. Keep up the great work. And anytime you need me, I'm here. Thanks. I appreciate that, Tony. Thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.